Welcome to the Exiles the of, of the Multiverse. I am Brian. I am Drubles. We are, uh, I, I mean, just to give you a heads up. As we do all the time. As we do all the time. We're in a pocket, pocket dimension. dimension. Uh, uh, where we... I can travel to any dimension. He can travel anywhere. I can travel here, nor there. Just right. here. But, Specifically here. I, I'm stuck here. But he gets access to all the dimensional channels. Yes. Uh, I hear you tuned... You were able to tune in... Yes. ...to the CinemaCon channel. Yep. And just watch all of CinemaCon. Yeah. And that's something even regular, like, even other... No, yeah. yeah even you regular... Get yeah. Places. You have to be a theater owner to go. Really? Yeah. How did you go? You don't own a theater. I don't own a theater. But I have... Access to one. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, you do. You do have access to one. You live in this small room. Yeah, and it's technically a theater. I mean, it's technically anything you want it to be. Yeah. You own everything. And it everything. was just like, I didn't even look for the CinemaCon channel. It just turned on. And I'm like, what's going on? And it's like, thank you for participating since you're a theater owner in this weird pocket universe. And that was verbatim. Huh. Yeah. So, I'm surprised you memorized what I said. I, well, you know, when you only hear one other voice... You kind of pay attention to what's I, Well, I, I definitely I think we yeah, should yeah. talk about that today. Okay, good. Uh, I mean, the in all the universes, the New Adventures movie is coming out. Yes. Uh, and I went to an interesting universe this week. Oh, really? Where, uh, like, uh, DC came out with their movie's cinematic universe first, and Marvel just failed to, uh, failed to really... Do what DC was able to do. And whoa, 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 whoa! So, in this one, like, because I, I, I feel like in most universes, Marvel is sort of, let's face it, the king of the cinematic no, universe. It's yeah. true. Uh, it, it, there is a universal majority that Marvel is superior than DC. Okay, but so in this one, it's flopped. It's flipped. It, it's the only thing that's different. Well. That and Jerry O'Connell Sliders is still running. Oh, really? Uh -huh. Interesting. It's, yeah, it's still a thing. And what a John coincidence. John Davies is on it. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, that's why I was like, oh, hey, this is relevant. That's why I originally, when I went, I'm like, oh, this must be the weird thing about this universe. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I got to see the new trailer for Avengers Endgame 2. And it's like, oh, Justice League... Uh, uh, Infinite Crisis or something like that? Uh, it was called Justice League Endgame, oh, actually. really? Weirdly enough, yeah. Interesting. Uh, because in the previous Justice League, it was the last thing that Dr. Fate said. He was like, we're in the Endgame now. Uh, and that's what Dr. Fate said. Oh. Uh, instead of Dr. Strange. It was, it was such a weird kind of universe difference. Yeah. Uh, I mean, casting was a little bit different. Like, yeah, it started. They made... Uh, a Booster Gold movie. Really? Yeah, because they didn't originally, in this universe, the DC, yeah. where the superior DC universe, they didn't own Batman and Superman. Right. Uh, because they had sold those properties initially <laughs> Okay. Yeah. to uh, other things. So other Warner Brothers studios, yeah. didn't own Warner Brothers, who's the giant there. Yeah. Uh, Disney isn't even a, a studio there. Well, Whoa. they run the world, but they don't. The world doesn't know them. They, right, they don't right, run right. an entertainment the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In that universe, at least. Of course. Of course. Uh, 
So yeah, it's really. Uh, so yeah, they they don't own Batman and Superman. Okay. So DC's like, well, let's make a universe. We'll start with Booster Gold. Right. Or not Booster Gold. Uh, Blue Beetle oh. is who they started with. Okay. They that started makes more with, sense. Yeah, they started with Blue Beetle. Okay. Uh, but they did, and then they did. Uh, I want to say after Blue Beetle, they did Aquaman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, that makes sense. It's kind of the Thor equivalent. Right. 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 And then uh, and then they went with. Uh, uh, one of the original, uh, uh, shoot, who was that classic DC character that, that they then decided to want to go back to? Uh, Green Lantern? Yeah, but the original Green Lantern. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With the weird mask and the... Oh! The, yeah, who had a lantern that he carried around. Yeah, and, of course. I think I mixed up the order. Oh, okay. It was Booster Gold at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And Blue Beetle came as the original Justice League member. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes making more sense. But now. then they got the rights back, and so then they brought in Superman and Batman. Oh, of course. Uh, Did Wonder Woman come along? Weirdly enough, <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman has been in the show, hasn't got her own movie in this universe what? yet. Yeah, that's really interesting. Weird. Uh, so so uh, it's been around the whole time. Uh, so in contrast, has Marvel in, in efforts to try to stay relevant released a female lead superhero? Fantastic movie, uh, yeah. Black Widow movie. Oh wow, so good. Okay, uh, you know it really gave me hope for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> oh, because uh, I was like, ah oh, man, this this Marvel. Like, they started out just with like. Captain America. Yeah. Uh, or as they call, yeah, they just the man of Captain, man of America. The man behind the stills. Yeah. Man, and, and it just was like, eh, it was okay. And then they were just like, Iron Man versus Captain America. Oh, so they jumped right into Civil yeah. War. They jumped right into Civil War for their second movie. And it's like, well, I don't even know these people. And then you saw Black Widow. Yeah. And it's like, okay. I, I mean, she had a kick ass uh, yeah. uh, 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 intro music. Yeah, and, and, and like freaking uh, Thanos just pops out at the very Whoa. end uh, okay. of, uh, of of Civil War and right. just starts fighting him. And they kill him, and it's like, oh, yeah. well, great. I, I, you, you wasted Thanos <laughs> in your second movie and just killed him off. He would have yeah. been a really interesting villain. Did they end up killing uh, one of the superheroes? Uh, yeah, it killed Captain America. Oh, okay. Yeah, killed Captain America right <laughs> off the... I'm like, what the heck is this universe that Marvel's trying to create? <laughs> but, uh, but by golly, DC Universe? Yeah. Fantastic. Wow. Uh, revitalizes some people's careers. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, because... Any, uh, uh, anyone in particular? I mean, Booster Gold yeah. uh, is uh, played by Corey Feldman. Really? <laughs> yeah, who in this universe fell in some hard times, but sure. then got offered the role of Booster Gold. And just took off. Wow. Became really relevant again. Uh, just fantastic world. Does he still have a singing career in this No, one? he decided that. I mean, <laughs> no, I Robert Downey Jr. started to try to do a singing career. Oh, okay. It worked out just, great. Okay. Uh, but Billy Bob Thornton yeah? also. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, really. He's he's uh, he's Blue Beetle. Okay. Uh, it's just a really great this DC universe that they've built up slowly using yes. minor characters. Of course. Uh, and then eventually, like they got the rights back, so then they like because they, they, they had rebooted Batman a couple times. Oh yeah, and never course. were able to make a good Batman movie. Uh, <laughs> like they had the good. I mean, right. The original Sam Raimi Batman was pretty good. <laughs> I gotta say, yeah. Uh, 
Oh, and so are they working with like another company to like yeah. make Batman better? Yes, you know, yes. it's like working he's with... part of the universe, but he's still kind of like over there. Yeah, they're working with DreamWorks. Okay, uh, DreamWorks owns the rights to Batman. I, yeah, and so uh, luckily DreamWorks is like, okay, we'll let you, we'll work with you to try to create a good Batman movie. Yeah, uh, and they got, I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal to play Batman. Oh wow! Yeah, and, interesting. Uh, he's, interesting choice. He's really great. Uh, he he showed up, kind of, uh, in in one of in, in this uh, Dawn of Justice movie. Uh, oh, this Batman v Superman movie, mm-hmm. which was technically, uh, it it was technically a Booster Gold movie. Oh, okay, uh, but then Batman got brought in. Right, of course. Uh, and also, a Superman got brought in oh. uh, as like uh, a hero from Krypton who is like avenging his father. It was really, it was wow. really interesting. Okay, wow. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's, it's one take. I know. Well, and Denzel Washington is Superman. Who would have uh, Who would have thought about yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, DC's doing a really good job, <laughs> and Marvel's just struggling. Man, uh, they started, they started too hard with that that Civil War threw in. Black Widow, but then they made a really good Black Widow movie. Yeah, uh, made a really bizarre Thor movie. Like, I watched their Thor movie and was like, "This is just a little bit of everything." There's no constant tone or theme to this movie. Right. Yeah. One movie I feel like I'm watching. Uh, I mean, to reference our universe, right? Uh, I feel like I'm watching Black Panther one second, and then it switches, and I'm watching some romantic comedy, and right. then I'm watching Indiana Jones, and then I'm watching, for some reason, Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, yeah, Thor had no consistency to it. Um, but I mean, great job grabbing that great Game of Thrones actor to play Thor. Oh uh, yeah, Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington so, to play Thor. Yeah, it was an interesting choice. I would say so. So it's just flippy flopped. Yeah, uh, but interesting. So yeah. they're just sort of, yeah, they're just opposite. Yeah, bizarro, you might say. It's a bit bizarro. Yeah, uh, but freaking Phil Lord and Chris's Miller into the Superverse. Yeah, with all these different Supermen. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, any particular favorite Superman? Gosh, uh, I mean, Superboy was great. Supergirl was great. Uh, <laughs> can't forget. Uh, for some reason, Batmite appearing and being like this comic relief Batmite. Oh, of course. Uh, you'd wish they did Into the Batverse, but I get that there's more Superman. <laughs> so, gosh. Any uh, standout voice actors? Really? Uh, Nick Kroll. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Nick Kroll appeared as like this comical uh, super ham. Uh, and he's like, hello, hey there. How's it going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Keanu Reeves oh. appeared as uh, uh, Super Noir. Super Noir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A Superman from a Noir universe. Uh, yeah. Whoo! <laughs> what a way to start! Just going yeah. straight into this weird alternate universe. It's something else. Uh, but I'm excited for. Uh, I mean, Dark Side's gonna be a great villain for the second well, I mean if you build up to it, it then it did. you know yeah, you, yeah if, I you, watched, if you really allow it to, to, to I watched all of the movies back to back wow uh, yeah. 60 hours worth huh? yeah Green Arrow uh, The Atom, all of their movies Doctor Fate and uh, are there TV shows tied into the 
uh, universe that they've made, or are they separate? Like they are. In yeah, the they, 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 they're they're separate. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah, Warner Brothers has their Netflix series. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I guess like they're technically in the same universe. The Marvel ones for us uh-huh. are technically in the same universe. Yeah. I mean, kind of. Right. Yeah. Kind of. But yeah. 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 Okay. But but with the DC, it's just like straight up. No, these aren't the same universe. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, they say they're, they don't really, they reference them, but yeah. like, you can tell there's obviously a separation between the DC film and the DC TV. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, well, in that case, yeah. You don't yeah. want to, you know, shove it down everyone's throat. Yeah. So it's like, oh no, this is still the same thing. Right. But we don't want to be beholden to all the events that are going yeah. on. Oh, no, I don't even get me started on the Suicide Squad knockoff Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Just a ripoff of Suicide Squad that didn't really succeed as well. Yeah. Who directed that one? I know. I thought it was gonna be James Gunn, <laughs> and then he's brought on to direct the new Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, he was exactly. You know, I was thinking of changing it up, and by them, I meant they were thinking of oh, changing yeah, of it course, up. Yeah, yeah. They decided to yeah. You, they they used yeah. James Gunn in that universe as Makes well. Makes sense. A little controversy. So a little controversy, to, yeah. yeah, because a little uh, shuffling around. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, I will say the one thing that the the Marvel Universe got right, yeah. however, I mean, besides the Black Widow movie, which was fantastic, of really course. powerful, uh, and, and I mean, the Thor movie was pretty good, just really weird. Oh, also, they just did a new movie about Spider-Man. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. And that one's pretty good, because it has, like, these this light, childlike kind of character in... Uh, in a superhero. Right, and, yeah. Yeah, Spider-Man's really... It's quite a, a, a feat to be able to be like, you know, oh, he's a, he's a superhero, so he's kind of acting like he's an adult, but really he's just a kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah. Exactly. That makes yeah, okay. Uh, and, uh, and then one thing... Does he shout, Uncle Ben! Yeah. When he, like, goes to do something. <laughs> Uncle Ben! And then he, <laughs> and he just feels like he's stronger, and then he starts fighting. Exactly. Uh, yeah, how did you know? I don't know. I just thought maybe there was, like, you know, a power where they want to change it up a little bit. Uh-huh. So it's like, you know, just say my name and you'll have the power to, yeah. you know, face the responsibilities right. of your greatness. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how this all turns out. Uh, I feel like uh, it could, it could. I mean, maybe there's a chance for Marvel. I mean, really the big difference so. uh, between Marvel and DC, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. What really sets them apart, right. and I think what really got it all started in this way in the first place. In this universe or in our universe? In their universe. Okay. Uh, is Zack Snyder is the one who directed the first Marvel movies. Oh, and man. John, and Joss Whedon and John Favreau are the ones who st- directed the first DC movies. Right, yeah, of course. And I think that really made the difference. Yeah. Is that Zack Snyder is trash. Oh, okay. And that John Favreau and Joss Whedon actually know how to make good narrative films. Yeah. So uh, okay, so that's still consistent. Yes, that is still consistent. <laughs> that, universe. that is still consistent. Zack Snyder is trash. In I think that's a constant variable. Yeah, okay. I haven't found a universe where Zack Snyder isn't trash. Well, have you found a universe where DC and Marvel are on level playing fields? Well, that'd be an interesting universe. That to go would to. be. Yeah, I'd love to go to that universe. Me too. <laughs> I'd love that. Well, let's get to the uh, CinemaCon stuff, because yes. you weren't here for that, Mm-mm. so I'm going to have to kind of convey some things. Yeah. It's going to be like a little bit of a turnaround, yeah, considering, could... yeah, 
I normally you're telling me everything. I know. Now you have all of the knowledge because I've been on universes where the information's all wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you want to know first? I've seen a few things. I want to know about it. Oh, the whole thing? It in general? I mean, not it. The movie part two, chapter two. It. There's an there's an it. Yeah, you know the Stephen King story. Uh... That sounds familiar. I feel like they were talking about it. Then I sort of blacked out. And they came to again, and it was just like, huh, I thought they were going to show something about it. Chapter two. I just don't, you know, I just feel like there was a moment where there was hands over my face, Mm -hmm. and there was singing and rocking, and someone saying, hey, get that guy out of here. Mm -hmm. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, uh... No, scary what stories I can, to tell in the dark. I can't tell you about that one. They didn't show anything in that one. I can tell you a little bit about it, what I heard. Okay. And references from the person sitting next to me. That person being a hologram of someone who's also in the audience. Oh, that's cool. That they right, did yeah. that for your little And space. I tried to talk to them and they wouldn't respond to me. But for whatever reason, when I cried, all of a sudden they could see me and hear me. It's yeah, weird. It's weird. Um, so according to that person sitting next to me... Uh, it was a reference to the original like TV movie, the Tim Curry It. Yeah. I guess there's a scene where there's like an old lady and It is possessing or just is taking on a new image mm-hmm. of an old lady and she's got like nasty old teeth and drinking blood or something like that. Well, in this one, uh, the older version of the redhead is going back to her old house and she asks for her dad and then the old lady says, oh, I'm sorry to tell you, but your dad's dead. And then she goes just kind of looking through the house, finds a piece of paper with the poem on it that she got from the boy in the first movie. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of reminiscing. But this old lady is constantly doing like just weird things. She's just looking at her like she's all happy and, and everything. Then she just sort of pokes her head out and says, hey, you want some tea? And she's like, oh, no, I'm fine. Then she just sort of, we see the camera go to the old lady again. And she's just sort of like dancing and all excited and stuff like that. Like really spry for an old lady. And then we hear her say like, you know, Something about sugar or dairy going bad, but you never die in dairy. Something weird like that. And then, I didn't see this part. I really didn't see this part. But evidently, the old lady was naked and starts chasing uh, Jessica Chastain's character in the hall. But you don't actually see anything of the it. Okay. So, then then, then it cuts to a bunch of other characters. Like Bill Hader is now... Thin Wolf's Heart character and stuff like that. Right, right, right. Anyways, that's the main thing. They show like an extended scene. That's cool. Yeah. Part of me just wanted to see like, because that's the thing I'm actually really excited about is sure. seeing uh, all the actors portray the younger actors' roles. Yeah. I think that's going to be really cool. Like, it was fun because they brought up all the old actors with the young actors. Oh, cool. And they were all there together. And there was like a scene in the trailer where it showed the loser club kind of walking down an old uh, deserted dairy. Is that the name of the town? Yeah, dairy. Okay. I think Indiana. Sure. Dairy, Indiana. Is that a real place? Or is that Gary, Indiana? Nah, I might be thinking uh... of Gary, Indiana. <laughs> Anyways. Gary. Okay, go on. They, uh, they, it just shows them looking in like an old uh, window that's like really reflective and mm-hmm. you see the kids, like the respective kids. That's it's cool. like them just kind of reminiscing or maybe it's a weird time thing. I don't know. But... It looked I, really interesting. Honestly, I like, like, I, as much as I hate scary movies, this one feels intriguing to me. It does. Well, and I think, I mean, I, I give, I mean, horror movies are horror movies. Yes. But I give Stephen King 
stories props because they do a lot more than just be scary. Sure. Uh, I mean, Stephen King is known for being a horror writer, but so many of his books Mm. and so many of his works are more than just horror. Like, they're horror with a purpose. Sure. Uh, Like, I mean, a lot of his books aren't even horror. Yeah, no, yeah. Shawshank Redemption. Exactly. Hearts of Atlantis. You know him as a horror director, but it's like, or horror writer, but you're (laughs) like, yeah, he he is, but he isn't. He's just a good writer who happens to have scary stuff in his writing. Right, yeah. And some of his writing isn't good, but we don't (laughs) talk about those all the time. Yeah. Um, But, like, it is one that really is intriguing. The first one was really, like, yeah. it was scary. Yes, I'm not going to pretend, like, <laughs> well, it's... Everyone keeps telling me it's not that scary. I'm glad you're, you're honest with me. No, it's, it's scary. I mean, there. Yeah. it's funny because it is scary, but only in the scary parts. Oh, okay. Well, no, it, I mean, it leaves an underlying kind of... Like, tension. And yeah, there's a like tension as you're uneasiness. watching it. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's good. Like, before... The scary parts are scary, but when you're not in the scary parts, there's tension, but you're, like, just intrigued. Okay. You're intrigued by the mystery. You're intrigued. And the thing is, is it's, I mean, ultimately, it's a movie about fear. Yeah. And so, obviously, a movie about fear has to have scary parts in it. That's part of the theme. Uh, (laughs) So, it's like, yeah. And so, it has scary parts in it, but that's because it's part of its whole thing. Right. It, the movie is about fear, overcoming your fears, and, and being stronger than your fears, and different kinds of fears. And that's what's so intriguing about it is, yeah, there's a scary monster in it. Right. But but, it, but it's about overcoming that monster and overcoming personal demons mm-hmm. more than it is just, I'm a scary monster who kills people because right. I do that. Because okay. a lot of horror movies are just basically, uh, a scary monster kills people because that's what it does. Right. Which, yeah, I enjoy those because of just, I'm, they're candy. Well, since we're on the topic of scary movies, I did watch one. What? Uh, not a scary movie, a scary movie trailer. Oh. It was called Crawl, and it's by Sam Raimi, or he's producing it. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. And you know the uh, uh, premise you came up with for uh, a hurricane being the location? Oh, yeah. He did that. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Except instead of Ghost Pirate, it's Crocodiles. Or alligators. One of the two. Uh-huh. But there's just like... It, it actually looked really intriguing. But it was like this lady... Like a hurricane's coming. She's going to her dad's house trying to get him out of the state. And he's trapped in the basement. Or in the house. And then the the waves just keep coming in and it's flooding this house. Gradually it's just getting taken underwater. Right. And these crocodiles just show up and start taking out people. Because like you got like some... Uh, rescue people it looks like and the two main people are the father daughter uh-huh. and she's like grown she's like in her 20s yeah, or yeah, college yeah. age or whatever but yeah it was it was pretty intense because it shows her like in the bathroom she's in the shower but when with those glass doors so the water ri- level is rising behind the shower glass and then also you see a crock just sort of break up on the grass and then break through and she's like trying to like Oh, it was, yeah, it was pretty intense. That's so cool. You see, like, a guy get chomped, and they get flung, and then another one comes up and gets him. So it's a little Sharknado. Yeah, it was a little Sharknado, but it's, like, it's creepy, and, and like, more, 
I don't want to say like realistic. It's not, but it's I also saying, like, I was gonna say like it's more down like, to earth. It's not Sharknado camp. Well, it's, and I was wondering like it's not supernatural. It's, yeah, it's, no, it's not supernatural. Okay, it's it's Sam Raimi just sort of having fun with. Which is so uh, interesting. Whenever I think Sam Raimi, I think supernatural. I right, think yeah. These camp. are overgrown Crocs, but they're not like like placid Crocs. But they're right. big. They're meant to be like the thing's going to get you. Right. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. So it's it's more of a like I would say it's more on level of like a shark horror film versus a Jaws. Yeah. Okay. It's a Jaws. It's not a Halloween. <laughs> right. However, a gator with a knife just going around right? killing people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was the only horror movie trailer I saw. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it was Sam Raimi, so I figured it kind of had some... And it's, yeah. I mean, Sam Raimi, it's so interesting because he's usually camp. Uh, yeah. Not used to Sam Raimi not And see, I'm, that's why I'm saying I'm not sure he directed it. He may have just produced it. That's possible, so, too. yeah. Okay, so that sounds great. Cool. Uh, I mean, let's talk about uh, Joker. Joker, let's talk about that. I that's, watched the trailer as well. That's, I think, the only... Well, not the only trailer, that, but the only big thing that came out of CinemaCon was the drop of the Joker trailer. Everything else, we probably won't see for a few months. Gotcha. From, like, the It trailer. You guys probably won't see it for no, a while. No, And neither will I. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See? So, okay, Joker. But, but Joker, oh, my goodness. Surprised? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I was optimistic, but I was also kind of like, eh, you know, like it just felt more like the DCEU splitting itself up more because it's like, oh, we have two Jokers now. What does that mean? And seeing this, it makes me go, oh, are they sort of slowly but surely saying we're not going to worry about continuity anymore? Which I think is a good idea. I think so too. And I mean, the, the, ultimately, it, it's so funny to me when people are like it's a joker movie when it's like it's just a movie about a guy who goes crazy and is a clown what do titles matter yeah like it's the same thing with a lot of other marvel hero movies it's like yeah you can say it's continuity but it's also just a movie about a guy who can shrink and grow and (laughs) fights bad people right like that's an interesting premise for a movie i mean it's interesting yeah uh joker the movie it's like it's a lot of people have trouble because it's like, oh, you're ruining Joker, and it's like, Joker's been ruined. <laughs> oh, yeah, many like, times. This is just give. This is just telling a story about a Joker. Yeah, doesn't mean that your Joker, your idea of Joker, is all of a sudden is this version. Yeah, you can say it's something else. Yeah, you really can because it really felt like its own thing. Right. Um. In, in the trailer, they make a reference to, like, saying, you know, how can we let a man behind a mask do this? But we don't even know if they're referencing Batman or if we're referencing Joker. Right. Because this Joker, I mean, again, if there is any kind of continuity... Right. This is an older Joker who will be older when Batman comes along. Right. You know, even older, you know? And I, I'm curious, do you think the kid that he's making smile is Bruce Wayne? That's a good question. I have no idea. Because it was behind like a locked gate, like a gated community. And it made me go, is that Bruce Wayne? Oh, that's interesting. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, I was yeah. I was curious about that one. But beyond that, no reference to Batman. Right. Other than the potential vigilante. Not even vigilante, just man behind a mask. That's well, all he said. And and it really is, uh, I mean, there are men behind the masks exactly. in Batman lore that yeah. came before 
Exactly. Yeah, uh, the Great Ghost. Exactly. Yeah. Stuff that like would that. be a great movie. That a great would ghost be. movie. Right? Uh, what if he's the quote unquote protagonist? Yeah. Antagonist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. That protagonist is antagonist. Whatever. Fantastic. It would yeah. be super interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, and, but, he, like, oh, yeah, yeah, the sorry. Joker is just an interesting origin idea. Oh, for sure. Especially when you look at it from a realistic lens and you have someone who wants to make the movie. Yeah. You, you, you have someone who's like, I really, I'm excited about not necessarily making a Joker movie, but telling the story of a man who loses everything and kind of goes crazy and wants to make the world happy. Right. But in this madness sort of sense. Like, yeah. That's an interesting story. Yes. Uh, it, not someone saying, hey, let's make a Joker origin movie. That sounds terrible to me. Right. But someone who says, hey, well, I want to make a movie about a guy who goes crazy because he just wants to make people laugh. Right. And he wants to make everyone happy, yeah. but he does it in a deranged way. Not in a horror way, yes. but in a just sort of broken human kind of way. Right, yeah. A guy who's lost everything, and he just, he snaps and wants, and, and like, that's his goal. It's like, well, now that's interesting. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, agreed. And that's what excites me about it. Like, I could care less if it's connected to Joker or DC. It's just as cool. Yeah. I could see this movie being made the exact same way, no Joker reference, and people just be like, why can't they make a Joker movie like that? Yeah. You know, like, that that would have happened if they had no tie yeah. to DC or Joker or whatever. It right. Was just, but same movie. Right. You do the same movie, and that's, part of me wishes <laughs> that that could happen. Right? Like, that we didn't live in a world where we knew that it was a, attached to a, like, part of it is marketing. You have to right. have that. But, like... I would love, I, I mean, that's what made Split so interesting is no yes. one knew it was attached to that first movie until the end. And you're like, oh, it's it's a sequel. That's yeah. so cool. I would love to see a movie where you're watching it and you're following this protagonist and it's just like a gritty movie. And then at the end, it's like, oh, that's fucking Batman. Yeah. And you just had, sorry, language, uh, <laughs> explicit warning. Uh, like, I want something like that where you just don't know it's... Part of what part of anything, yeah, until the until like some twist in the middle or even at the end, yeah. and then it's like i I had no idea I was watching this movie, yeah, uh, and we get spoiled by that, so when these surprises come along, yeah, it really feels special because it's like I recognize something, yes, even if it's subtle, it's like, whoa, wait a minute, is this in the Batman universe? right, right? That would be amazing to have a movie that you win in blind. And all of a sudden, word of mouth starts spreading. He's like, dude, did you know that this is actually... And it's like, being one of the first people to have that moment of, like, clarity or, yeah. or like, realization. Whoa! You know? That's so but, cool. Yeah. It's so hard to have realizations in movie theaters nowadays. Yeah. Uh, That's why it's like, original movies are so... I mean, they're hit and miss, obviously. Yeah. And then franchise movies, it's like, we want more of these characters we love, but we also kind of want to be surprised in some way. And that's hard to do. Well, even with the, like, because there's so much lore that they take upon. Right. That's good lore. No one's saying it's bad lore. No. But once you know that that's the lore. Yeah. Uh, you, you suddenly are like, well, if they're smart, they're going to do this. Why wouldn't they do right. this? Right. And then you become your own worst not critic, you, you just become your own enemy because right. you're just like, you have your own expectations now. Yeah. You're like, oh, if they don't make Joker or so-and-so like this, 
the way I like it. Yeah. Then it's like that's not my that's not my movie. And and then you just allow it to affect the rest of the franchise. Right. Because they didn't do it your way and this is where all this toxic fandom is coming from. The, we figured it, it out. Right, spoilers and fandom is such a huge enemy to the internet right now. Right? Uh, a lot of people have talked about how spoilers are terrible. And originally I was like, I mean, I work in the news business. I like getting those spoilers. I like doing that stuff. But it's true. It's it's really yeah dangerous. It, like, it makes it difficult yeah. to discover, to well, be surprised. Even, I mean, there, there are things like Captain Marvel, for sure. example. I've read the books. Right. Uh, I know her backstory and I know all about the flirkin. So, yeah. Right, yeah. The fact they even showed it on the poster is like, I know what that is. I know it's not a cat. I know it's like this creepy... If it was um, important enough to get on the poster, all of a sudden it becomes more than what it is. Exactly. Uh, And and, uh, there was a toy that had a little chain over the flurkin's head. Oh. And I'm like, well, now I know that... I know for a fact... Right. ...that if the movie's going to reference that it needs something over its face, it's going to be what I think it is. Right. Uh, And... It's it's just so hard, which I admire when franchises do take completely left field turns and say yeah. we're not doing what's in the comic. A lot of people get upset and go, that's not the origin. You're yeah. ruining the origin. I'm like, yeah, but then I don't see it coming. Exactly. And it's like, don't worry about sticking to any particular source material so blindly. Um, take away the essence of what makes that character the character. Yeah. You know, that's what you bring into the movie verse. And I think that is really what made Marvel Marvel and, and do a good job with that. Because, like, yeah, they, they've stuck to a lot of similar, especially with the origin movies. They've stuck with a lot of, like, the just generic, like, okay, right. we got to get this part out of the way, almost. But right. still doing it in a way that's like, but we're really going to introduce you to this Iron Man, this Thor, this Captain America. Right. And get you to know and love them because we're going to deviate from the comic books from now on. Yes. You know? So yeah. and that's what made them great, in my opinion. Absolutely, yeah. like and it's it's so. I mean, even you you, you take a look. I I really take a look hard uh, at Avengers two, and I liked Ultron as a villain. I liked him. Yeah. I liked how he was created. I liked a lot of it. Like that movie had a lot of good things in it. And I know it's one of the weaker movies in the Marvel Universe. Sure. Which is crazy because it's such a big movie. I know, right? But I think it's just because of expectations. Yes. And it's not just our expectations of what we wanted to see in a Marvel movie, but also Marvel's expectations of what it thought it had to do. Right. Uh, It's like, well, this is how we do Marvel. Like, they went through a formula phase. It's like, well, this is how this Marvel movie has to be. Yeah. And... It, it try it, it wanted so badly to match our expectations, and we wanted it to match our expectations. Yeah, that nothing surprised us about it. Yeah. So by going the other direction and allowing these movies to be a little bit more independent of each other, telling the stories but having the through line of the Infinity Stones, right? And getting and and again, let's face it, allowing the directors to be a little bit more free with yes. the characters. Yes. You know because. I mean, I've already told you this, but I think Thor Ragnarok is my favorite Marvel movie because yeah. it's such a departure. Dif- a departure, exactly, yeah. from the original Thors. 
but it's not completely departure because we've seen this Thor come to light in the Avenger movies. Yeah. So it's like, where's this Thor? And we finally got him in Ragnarok. Well, and you look at all the side characters in that movie too. Yes. They're so different than their comic book right? counterpart. Yeah. Like Grandmaster. Completely different. Like completely different. Valkyrie. Completely different yep. Valkyrie than we expected. Even Odin to an extent yeah. was such a different Odin right? than we expected. We get Loki Odin and... A real Odin, but he's still different. He's still... Yeah. Yeah, it was he's, so great. He's changed. He's different. And uh, Surtur, even. Like, oh, right. Yeah. Like, it's such... It's like, you know what? I like you as... I, I like this overpowered being that's usually endgame boss. Yeah. Being just a throwaway kind of character at the beginning and end. But Exactly. It's an important character, but it's like... Yeah, but... Yeah. Not really. Like, I he, like that. Yeah. He's the MacGuffin, and he's just sort of discarded. And it's like, okay, no, we don't have to worry about it anymore. And it's like, oh, wait, he's the actual solution. Thank you. That's great to the, do that. And it's funny because I feel like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I felt Kate Blanchett as Hella was fantastic. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, I felt like she was the closest to her comic counterpart, which made her kind of the weakest uh. of everyone. Because I'm like... You're exactly what I expected you to be. I see. Everyone okay. else felt like such a departure and so new and right. so fresh. Yeah. When I saw her being, I am Hela. I'm the villain. I want <laughs> this. I'm kind of sar sardonic. Right. Uh, I just like, I I don't see anything new from this. You're just like the comic book I, I oh, expected. Interesting. Which was fine. Oh, sure. And at the time when I watched it, I was like, cool. But... Everyone else, it was like, what is going on here? Right. What am I seeing here? Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. Friggin' the the gladiators. Uh, yeah. Were also, and, yeah. yeah the, it's like you guys are interesting. Yes. Because I, you're new. Yeah. I mean, yes, you're in the comic books, but you're different in the comic books. Yes. Uh, you're new to me now. Yeah. Uh, which is what I think works with those movies like oh for sure i feel like the ant-man movies what works with them are these new elements that are added the things yeah. that you don't like his friends who are in the, the oh like, so good they're great because yeah. they're not based on anything no they're just fun x elements that get <laughs> thrown in there Awesome. Sorry, we got thrown on a whole oh sidetrack. We really did. Yeah. Stuff. Wow. Okay. Uh, so tell me more spoilers about cinnamon <laughs> So, I did see some footage from Endgame. Oh, yeah. Um, I would say spoilers, but at the same time, not really. Right. It's more like a continuation of the scene where we see um, all of them in that, like, uh, room yeah. with Thor. And Thor, like, I like her. You know, when he calls the hammer. And you're pretending like, that this video is going to get released before Thor I know, right? Comes yeah, out. I know. Anyways, uh, they're just talking about, like, you know, clarifying that, indeed, all humanity... As far as I know, all half have been wiped out. And they said that the energy source that emanated from Earth that did that has just been, uh, like, not captured. Uh, they got sensors, I right. guess, and they picked up another energy source like that. So his gauntlet isn't completely broken. Exactly. Okay. So that means it's still operational and it's, like, doing something because they were able to read it and they said it's on, the, like, the other side of the galaxy or whatever. And so... They go up and they have like this discussion with Captain Marvel, and they're all saying like, "Hey, he wasn't that easy." And it's like, "What makes you think it's going to be different this time?" He's like, "Cause I'm here." Basically, she's all cocky about it, and she's all business too. She's just like, 
I'm going to go find him and I'm going to take him out. Like, that's my job. You guys didn't do it. That doesn't fix the problem. No, though. right? Yeah. And they said, like, it's like, and they said that. They're like, there's more to it than that. We got to, like, undo this. And it's like, we got to get the gauntlet then. And I think Bruce Banner, someone says, you think it's as simple as that? And Captain America's like, yes, it's as simple as that. We got, we get the gauntlet. And so they're like, all right, let's do this. Um, they get on the ship, not in the space shoes, the red and white ones. And this is the only the part that's kind of spoilery. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. It's not in those spacesuits, but Nebula is with them. And Tony Stark isn't. But it's Rocket, Warhammer, War Machine, <laughs> Thor, oh shoot, uh, Hawkeye, and Captain Marvel and Black Widow and okay. Captain America. So it's like all them and Nebula and then, oh, and Rocket, sorry. Okay, whatever. Basically, Iron Man's not there. Okay. And, but but they all go through into rocket ship, and they're going into space. And he makes a thing like, "Yeah, who's who's been in space?" Half of them raise their hands. Half of them, um, and then it just shows them entering light speed, and we like look into Captain America's eye, and it's like kind of like the light speed thing and stuff. And then it cuts to black and stuff. It was really cool. That is cool. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to mention the emanation came from another planet that was on this other side. I think I did say that. But basically, okay. they're saying, this is Thanos' location. Right. Yeah. Let's go get him. But they didn't mention anything about Tony Stark or any of the other people that right. they know are alive. So, that makes me want... Yeah. So Ant-Man wasn't with them as well? No. Okay. Right. Exactly. Which, which kind of makes me think Ant-Man and Tony Stark are going to do their own thing. That could be it. And that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're a great duo. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that should be really cool. I, I like that, that team up. Like, because Ant Man knows what it's like to work with a genius, right? Uh, asshole. Yeah, and, and uh, being told never to trust a Stark or yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I want to see them paired up. Yeah. so bad because, I mean, you don't really get to see Tony Stark and Ant Man even no. in the movie that they're together. Yeah, in. Civil War. Yeah, yeah. You see brief moment of them working together, which means if they work together now, yeah. Well, they're working against each other in that one. Yeah. Yeah. But if they work but, but, together yeah, now, exactly. like, that is such a beautiful oh, combination. I think it's great. Because Ant-Man, no one who is with the Avengers besides Tony Stark is going to be able to help Ant-Man. Oh, really? In my opinion, because like none of them, I mean, Bruce Banner's a genius, but not at, he's a chemist. Right. He's not like... Yeah, no, he's not a tactician. He's not like no, he's not a, uh, making a, a machine that's supposed to be applying. Yeah. Yeah. He's not. And the rest of them are soldiers and fighters. And yeah. like Rocket maybe can build things. Sure. Uh, but he's a gadgeteer, not a brilliant scientist who knows how to work with time and atoms. Right. Yeah. Like if Hank Pym's going to go to anyone. It's going to be Stark. Begrudgingly, but he's going to go to Stark. Exactly. Yeah. I, here's my own personal belief. Okay. Granted, I'm not worried if this doesn't happen, but I think it'd be great. I don't think Ant-Man is going to appear to Captain America and be like, hey, and him go, I, I think that's a... Oh, the, and the scene in the, the yeah. trailer? You don't think that's actually happening? I don't think, I think... I, I could see that being... I like, think yeah. he could go, how old is this footage? But I don't think he's going to meet up with uh, Captain America and stuff. Right. I think, uh, I think Captain America might, he might go to Captain America and yeah. they might have already left. They, uh, or maybe like, I think that's a, 
That's a diversion. Yeah. Marvel's done a lot of stuff to oh, make yeah. us... We thought the Hulk was going to be in the, the fight on Wakanda, so... Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I personally believe that Ant-Man's not going to meet up with Captain America and the rest of them. I could be totally wrong, but that's my yeah. own personal, like, I don't think he is. I, yeah. I don't think his goal yeah. meets up with the rest of their goal. Right. Uh, he has a separate mission, and the only person who can really help him with his mission is Tony Stark or Hank Pym... And Hank Pym's gone. And Hank Pym's gone. Like, he needs a genius-level scientist. Right. Uh, okay. Besides right. Bruce Banner. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, because, and yeah, I don't know. That's my <laughs> own personal thought. I think, because now as you look at, as I watch Marvel trailers, I don't look at them for information. If anything, oh, right. I look at them for misleads. It's like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that can't happen. Right. Like, I, 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 you don't know how much of it's real anymore. <laughs> it's true. They no, purposely true. mislead you. Yeah. Which is why you have to make up your own theories and not believe anything in the trailers anymore. You don't analyze trailers. You analyze what the trailers are lying to you about. Yes. I like that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. So that was Avengers. That was Avengers. Uh, beyond that, let's see. What else is coming out? They didn't show Spider-Man stuff. They didn't show any other Marvel stuff. That's because it's over after yeah, Avengers Endgame. Exactly. They lied about those two other movies coming out after. That's exactly. just to throw us off the trail exactly. and make us think Spider-Man and Black Panther are coming back. They're no, not. Nope. They're ending at the end game. It's another throw us off the trail. It's all just lies. <laughs> and turns out Spider-Man uh, Far From Home takes place before Infinity War. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. No, it's not even coming out. They're not even making a Far From Home movie. That's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> He's going on press tours and all this stuff. It's a lie. It's all a lie. It, the movie's going to... Endgame's going to come out and they're just going to announce, gotcha, no more <laughs> movies, Marvel's over for the next 10 years. Wow. <laughs> gosh, so many people would be sad. Oh my gosh. Right. Uh, besides Marvel, what other... Um, trying to think of anything else that was really cool. Um, you in the Guy Ritchie movies? Yeah. They're making a new one. No, they. Uh, Guy Ritchie's making a classic Guy Ritchie movie. Oh, it's called good. The Gentleman. And it feels like a throwback to his Lock, Stock, and Snatch days, where he's just doing British crime. I love it. But he's doing it in, like, today's time, because there was a... And it's so funny, but it's played straight, like a Guy Ritchie movie. So there was one where, like, uh, Charlie Hunnam is in it. Of course. And um, he is sort of like this personal assistant kind of a go guy for Matthew McConaughey. And Matthew McConaughey is an old marijuana drug dealer who's risen up and has become that. And there's a new gang coming in. And they, they didn't say what drug it was, but it's, they're coming in with basically meth. And they're saying, like, you need to step aside so we can just sort of do this. We don't want a war on our hands. And they already cuts to, like, quick cuts of them, like, shooting up people and stuff like that. Um, and Matthew McConaughey is like, hey, what's up with all the, you know... <laughs> And it looked great because there was all these great actors in it um, just being amazing. And, like, Hugh Grant is in the beginning. He's just, like, looking weird. He's almost like the equivalent of Tom Cruise's um, uh, Goldman in uh, Trop Tropic Thunder. Yeah. He kind of looks similar to that. But, like, Hugh Grant, if he was, like, 20 years older right. than he is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, like... Trying to make this deal, and he's narrating the trailer. It's great. It's Perfect. awesome. Gosh. And so the reason I, I bring up the whole like it's in modern days because they accidentally kill one of the people 
like that they're trying to like uh, wrangle up these guys and stuff and they one of them accidentally falls out of the thing and they look down and then you hear in the the background like Matthew McConaughey's like were there any witnesses and then you just see a bunch of kids with their cell phones out and then Charlie Hemsworth's like hey give us those phones and they just all look and they just scatter <laughs> he's like damn it <laughs> give us those phones <laughs> it was great so it really makes me believe it's like I good love it. Guy Ritchie, and I, and I love that like British crime. It's almost like Matthew McConaughey is just, this is a sequel to uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont. High. Yeah, exactly. He's just it's playing like, that character as an adult now. Yeah, I so he didn't talk too many times, so I honestly wasn't sure if he was trying to do a British accent or not. Because I was like, wait, when he talked, was he doing an accent or was he just doing his Matthew McConaughey? Thing, you know, Can Matthew McConaughey doing it. I don't know. Chip, chip, cheerio. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it would be that. Mary Poppins. Yeah, it, it was great. It looks, it looks amazing. Uh, beyond that, um, the other one that looks really interesting is Gemini Man, and that's Heard Will that. Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Ang Lee, and supposedly Ang Lee shot the whole thing in 120 frames a second, but they didn't bring that up at CinemaCon. But they did show a clip, or not a clip, they showed a trailer, and it was in 3D, and it, the 3D was amazing. And they were showing off the fact that they really perfected the whole youth yeah, technology. Thing, yeah. yeah, because that looked like the French Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on the screen with Will Smith, 50-year-old Will Smith Right now. It didn't look like, I mean, the Marvel stuff was impressive, right? This is taking it to that next level. Wow. Like it really was. I was just like, holy shit, I can't see anything off on this. You know, when he's talking, it's not like almost like a little weird lip sync sometimes. I mean, yeah, because Captain Marvel's uh, thing with... Uh... Oh, Samuel L. Jackson? It was great, right? Yeah, it was like, it was like definitely on that level and then taking up a notch because Gosh. you got two Will Smiths acting against each right, other. Right, right. And so it was just like crazy. It was really cool to see. So I'm really intrigued by that one. But like, Ainley, he gets up there and he's like, you know, I don't want to say this is an action movie because it's more than that. Right. You know, and so the whole clip starts off with them saying like, you know, I've never seen anyone. It's a young Will Smith saying, I've never seen anyone move like that. It's like he knew everything I was going to do before I was there. So it almost makes you think, is this a time travel movie? Then no, it turns out that he's a clone of the older Will Smith. Oh. And he was trained by like a black ops type team. And they're like, they I've no no one's been able to like exceed me, so they wanted another me, so that's where you came in. And they say you were cloned twenty three years ago, so it's twenty three year old Will Smith, and it's aging normal. It's not like a fast clone. Does he have a rap to go with the movie? I don't know yet. Okay. He didn't. He didn't uh, allude to that. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. Okay. Anyways, it looked really good. Cool. It was really intriguing. So yeah. Uh, yeah, anything else I can't really think of that That's all like, right. really stood out? Um, well, I mean, we, 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 I, I think, so we've already done so much. For we this did. Episode. It's such a big one. Uh, let's, let, let's do, uh, let's do a, a hold. Uh, no, 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 no. Hold. we're, we're going to do, uh, okay. For our question. Oh, okay. Let's okay. Use okay, Avengers okay. Endgame. Yes, of it's course. coming out. I'm going to see if I can release this before Endgame. <laughs> That's a laugh. Do you think? Yes. Uh, what What is your far out uh, 
not actually guessing what's going to happen in Avengers Endgame. Right, yeah, yeah. Because I think that ruins it sometimes. Oh, of course. But if you were to have something or someone appear in Endgame or something happen in game that is just totally out there, that's like your own fun, weird, out there theory. Right. What is something that you would love to see that's far out there happen? Besides Death's Head. That's why I would, I, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Besides that, um, the Farah thing, the thing that I would like to see that's sort of like the that's surprise. not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Right. Would be um, Galactus showing up. Nice. Right? Okay. Just sort of like, not even as like the new big baddie, more like, it, it maybe even like Thanos pulls him through the multiverse and just like, here's someone to test you for a while you know interesting and, you know like even to him it's like you know nothing compared to the infinity god but here's this guy i yeah. mean it's true i mean he took or, out what if, oh what if he re, re resurrected nowhere and that turned out to be galactus nowhere oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're gonna go with far out stuff i, I mean, like that right it's like resurrect that and that celestial and, and make it galactus and just yeah exactly it because just becomes galactus that's i mean it's that's what Marvel. I mean, Marvel does these left turns like oh, this yeah. is different, right? Uh, and you can even say like his hunger is because people have been mining out his skull and stuff, and so it's sort of like him just saying, "I'm going to mine out the universe." Then, right? Yeah, right. And it leaves <laughs> this new black, this this gaping like new, right thing for uh, for them to do. Oh, yeah. that's got me whole on this whole new. <laughs> right. That's pretty cool. Right. Uh, for a far out theory that will never happen, like yep. he resurrects nowhere, and it turns out it was Galactus. It turns to be Galactus yep. that he uses to just all it is is to like just to slow him down, right? Yeah, just to slow him down. How how uh, how well do you think the gauntlet still holds up? I mean, they say he can still do things with it, but... right? They say they they saw another power flux. They didn't say if it was. Like on the same level, they just right. said the same energy source. Because it, it looks burnt it, out. Right. But it, to me, that says that he's still able to use it, but maybe not to the same level of like right. world altering, reality altering levels, you yeah. know, more of a personal level, you know, like a whole planet. <laughs> right. So that would be, I mean, and that makes me think of this whole new. So to okay. add on no, to yeah. your theory, please. Uh, if we're, I mean, we're bringing in Galactus. Uh, what I think would be great is, uh, while we're at it, have so a lot of heroes leave Earth. Yeah, uh, and a lot of heroes are decimated. Yeah, with this, have the heroes who leave Earth, mm -hmm. they don't come back. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, they leave. They're in space. Yeah, if they make another movie with any of them. It'll. They'll have to come back to Earth first. Yeah. But they're gone. Okay. Which means Earth is left without a hero. Oh. Any heroes. Okay. I mean, Ant-Man really isn't a world Earth hero. Uh, Tony Stark is either dead or just done. Right. That's the thing. Tony Stark, one way or another, he's retired. Yeah. He's got a pepper pots to take care of. Right. If he makes it out of this alive. I don't, I don't think he wants to do the hero thing anymore. Right. Yeah. Dead or alive... He's just not going to do it anymore. Yeah. Which means I can see basically either him or someone at the end of the movie basically being like, we are creating a new hero team. 
Right. Uh, either whether that's the Thunderbolts using a bunch yeah. of the uh, villains who are super powered to be who heroes, quote unquote, reformed. Right. Yeah. Or if that's making the Fantastic Four like right altering their uh, altering their story and just having it start with we've got someone who is like. Yeah. Like, villains attacking, essentially. Like, the city is all gone. Like, at the end of the movie, you see back to Earth. Uh, yeah. People getting, like, a villain taking advantage of, like, I am Mole Man. Yeah, and I, right, and yeah, suddenly, seriously. suddenly, uh, Fantastic Four just appear and, like, beat them down. And, right. like, people are like, who are you guys? And they're like, we're the Fantastic Four. <laughs> and they're just already the Fantastic Four. Right. Like, they show up and they're the new heroes and that puts them in this spotlight of being heroes in a time when the city needs heroes. Right. Uh, which is why they don't receive the same backlash from the government. They don't have... Because that's the weird thing about Fantastic Four is they've always been, like, in good light. Yeah. For the oh, most for part. for sure. Like, They're almost television heroes. Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, they've had spoofs about them, like, in, like, Batman and other things where it's like they're the good guys. Like, everyone knows these are the good guys. Exactly. You know? And I think having that even, I mean, I've talked about my own theory of how the Fantastic Four right, yeah. from Ant-Man, but having them just be like, you know, they were they were a government thing that happened years ago that didn't work out. Right. But now we're out of heroes and they're here. Yeah. And they're going to do something and they're the heroes that are left on Earth and maybe if they do get all, like... Maybe it's after the universe gets put back together, but they're sure. still missing all of their main hero. Like right, yeah, no, totally. You you look at the people who are disappeared. Yeah, none of them are your main heroes. No, it's true. Like they're the ones that like couldn't really take on a world world destroying right force. You know what I mean, they're side- I'm sure there are plenty of people who debate that, but right, let's like, face it, yeah. They're sidekicks or they're new heroes who have their own problems to deal right, with. Right, yeah, like, exactly. Black Panther disappeared, but he's got Wakanda to think of. He's yeah. not a world hero, he's a Wakanda hero. Right. Uh, Winter Soldier disappeared, uh, the Guardians disappeared. Like, right. these aren't people who defend Earth. Right. Your Earth defenders are out in space. Exactly. Your Earth defenders are Tony Stark. You're, I mean, you've got Nick Fury, but he's a secret Earth defender. Like, yeah. You don't have a face for heroes mm. that represents common man. That would be the perfect time to say, here's Fantastic Four is your new Earth heroes. Right. Defenders of Earth, the Fantastic Four. Right. Uh, and maybe they are like this popular TV brand created thing yeah. that is a commercialized hero, and that's, like, the next hero we're going to get is this YouTube hero, this yeah. We Are Heroes. The, there we like, go. The hero television series. That, right. Like, there's a studio that follows them around, kind of like uh, the original Champions, I want to say. Oh, yeah. That led to Civil War. They had a right. TV series, but do it with Fantastic Four being this Yeah, new... totally. Like, and keep them in their, like, like, early to mid-20s, you know, like, keep them young. Yeah. And it's like, that just happened to him. I mean, I, again, I'm not a big fan of uh, Trank's fan-forstic fire. No. Yeah, but, like, I was all for a, a young team because it's like, it allows them to grow into the their roles. Give them those cheesy outfits. Give yeah. them, like, give us the cheesy superhero team Yes. that the world needs, especially after a cat catastrophe. A cat. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing is, 
we need a happy hero team yeah in this new dark universe like, right yeah world gone through some shit so that would be i think for yours is galactus right to, to counter that uh bring in the fantastic four uh to be this new uh, world defense force world defense force yeah. who represent america and uh i mean maybe that also means bringing in the like i'm thinking more along the future and could be just a teaser of yeah. like uh either having them having nick fury do a what do we do all of our heroes are now gone essentially yeah and have nick fury be like wait there it's time to bring in initiative plan two and like he opens a thing and it shows like the four heroes who are like the fantastic four ready to do stuff right yeah or have the city just be in some sort of criminal doing thing at the very end and have just like, like the end of incredibles exactly <laughs> yeah exactly honestly, like the end of incredibles fine with and have like just like everyone down, and then suddenly an arm stretches out and punches right, yeah. him, and then it shows the Fantastic Four, and it's like, looks like we're needed, and like that's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I, I would love that. I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> I think that would be awesome too. And I mean, then you could get like maybe the Gauntlet created mutations. Right. We could get into all sorts of other things. Right. Based on the outcomes of the end game. Right. Right. I think this new phase, if they're smart. And maybe they're not smart, but I think <laughs> if you really look at who went to space, yeah, they're expendable. They're the people we thought were going to die. Yeah, I, I think that's a suicide mission. They're going out to yeah. die. Yeah, with the exception of maybe Black Widow, yeah. who hopefully will have her own movie coming up. I thought she was, but I also heard it was a prequel <laughs> set in the nineties. Then there you go. <laughs> Everyone's gonna die. Yay! Everyone who goes to space, except maybe Captain Marvel, is going to die. Yep. Because War Machine doesn't need to come back. No, I guess he doesn't. Rocket lives in space. Yeah, so he doesn't need to come back. Right. Yeah, I think... Nebula is probably gonna be part of the problem when she finally confronts Thanos. And maybe even get a hold of the gauntlet for a short amount of time. What if that's the whole movie? That could be a... They, they get Githanos right from the get-go, and she gets the gauntlet, and she's the villain for the whole movie. Yep. I can see that happening. That's our. Uh, that's a good left turn. Yep. Uh, and uh, any other left turns? I mean, Death's Head would be great. Death's Head would be great. He just Thanos creates a defender who is there Death's you head go. to fight them. And it's just like... He turns into this just weird... British robots. Voiced by Brian Blessed. Yep. And or Peter Serafinowitz. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us mm. on our Exiles of the Multiverse podcast. Podcast. I'm going to I'm gonna try to post this. This was a good one. I feel it was good. I really do. I it was very it. informative. It wasn't yes. as... Uh, I mean, we, we got the goofy stuff out well, right we, we did. go. Yeah. Uh, but as far as like other things, I think we... You know... Yeah, I do. Okay, good. Uh, join us next week. More with you.